the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Welcome to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you, Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a a small uh, market, grocery store, or maybe a liquor store, uh, and you're having issues with checkout personnel, why don't you try self-checkout? Go to Southwest Point of Sale, 1-800-540-2149. Super easy to do. They'll come out to your location. If it fits, they'll set you up, and I'm telling you, their program is cheaper than a cash register. Use your iPhone to change all your prices. All their training is uh, done by the, the specialists at Point of Sale unlimited technical support give these guys a shot 1-800-540-2149 tell them that you heard it right here on kcbq also san diego propane if you live in ace county and you'd like to get a better rate on your propane service dave and his family can take care of it the only downside is he only covers east county go to st-propane.com or just call him at 619-460-1705 and another great commercial or advertiser, West Escondido Auto and Trans for all your automotive needs. Go to westautomotivegroup.com. He's got four locations, AAA, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified. And last but not least, hot rods and custom stuff. If you've got a hot rod needs to be worked on or maybe you want to buy one or sell one, you can't beat hot rods and custom stuff. Located in Escondido, 2324 Auto Parkway. Just go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com. Check out the website. If they've got something for you, they'll take extremely good care of you. Just tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. All right. I just am driving, and I brought it to the radio station today, a 2022 Hyundai Ionic 5. Wow. You know, the, the electric vehicles are coming out of the woodwork left and right. Some are great, some are better, some you know are different. Well, I got to tell you, this one is fantastic. Three hundred mile range, depending on uh, the weather. Believe it or not, the weather has a lot to do with how it charges up. It's stylish. It looks good. It drives good. It's got great performance. Uh, if that's what you're looking for in an electric vehicle. I don't know if I care necessarily about performance as much as I care, you know, just about the car in general. But they have done such a great job with this vehicle. Uh, All-wheel drive, paddle shifters. You even get a two-year, 30-minute charge for free, if you can believe that, which is really, you know, in my book, that's a, that's a, that's quite a, a sweet deal, you know, because you don't uh, – you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to worry about if you're getting into a situation where you need to charge up your vehicle. You know, you automatically got uh, 30 minutes free. Uh, you've got a couple of ways that you can charge your uh, vehicle up. If you happen to have a, a high-speed 800-volt charger, you can go to 10 to 80% in like 18 minutes. If it's a 400, then 10 to 80 in about 25. 
Or if you have a unit like I have at my house, which is a level 2, 240, it'll go eh, six hours. Definitely takes care of it. I plug it in. You know, in the after, in the evening, and by the time I get up in the morning, it's totally recharged. Once it gets fully charged, uh, the car stops taking electricity, and you are good to go. You got regenerative braking if need be. Seventy-seven point four of kilowatt power, uh, and then again, if you need to haul stuff, you know, you can go anywhere from twenty-seven two all the way to fifty-nine three cubic feet of cargo. So it's not like you're strapped and you can't do anything with it. Uh, range, like I said, it's about three three hundred. Uh, you can get it as as inexpensive as uh, thirty nine seven hundred on the model I was driving, all the way up to fifty thousand six hundred. Just depends on how loaded up you want to go with with the Ionic. Uh, you know, you it's just really and, and I've driven every kind of electric vehicle out there and. You really can't beat it. I mean, it's 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 got plenty of get up and go. It's got plenty of power. I mean, that sounds crazy, but it's got 168 horsepower. Anyway, and and but then again, you know, it's it's not necessary because this vehicle, if you if you do it properly, and again, I've always said this, it's not necessarily the range as much as it is the terrain. Like I left Alpine, and I had it left with like. 229 230 and i got to the station and i still got to 220 okay why because i stayed away from the hills i stayed pretty much on flatland now once i go back i'm going to do pretty much the same thing and it'll be absolutely fantastic you've got regenerative braking and it's kind of like learning how to drive again but being in a more of an efficient way of driving and there's a little little what i call hyper miler tricks that you can do and it's almost like a competition but the cool thing about it is uh the way that the dash is laid out you know back in the day when electric vehicles first came out they kind of scared you you know it would show your you know like your 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 uh, charge would be dropping and you'd be getting nervous am i gonna make it well it's almost the same way, but at least this way, it's not as obtrusive. It's just a number on the side. It'll say like 280 miles, and then as you're driving, it'll show it dropping a little bit. And then there's a little percentage gauge on the bottom left that tells you 90%, 88%. So you can sort of gauge where you're at. And nowadays, if you get yourself into a, a sticky situation, you can always you know, get on your iPhone and, and or your Android find a charger close to you and boom go get charged up and 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 you're absolutely good to go uh one of the features that really doesn't have anything to do with the fact that it's uh, electric but it's a hyundai uh, feature that i think should be on every single car on the road and that is you flick the left turn signal and when you do that the the pod uh, on the dash turns into a camera down the left hand side flick it to the right the that gauge turns into a camera all the way down the right side of the car i think it's just one of the best plus you get a light on the uh, on the uh, on the outside mirror that somebody's on your left or right and there is a picture of a silhouette of your ionic on the dash and it also does a, like a little red light up on either side 
Uh, I highly recommend if you're thinking about going electric, uh, you really need to consider solar. I think solar is by far the smart setup. I think that's by far the best way to go. Uh, and you want to you know, get solar, and then you want to get a, a charger. Uh, if you buy a Hyundai, you can actually buy a Hyundai charger, and it can be included in your lease payments or your finance payments, depending on which direction you want to go. There's state and federal rebates. But do all your homework first. Get the house. Make sure your panel is up to snuff, and it'll be able to accept a, a minimum of a 220 charger, and, and then you're good to go. But if you have to uh, do it out on the road, that's fine, too. There's some screaming deals, and like I said, for two years, you get 30 minutes free. And if you manage your uh, charge properly, you, you can go a long way. So I highly recommend the Hyundai Ionic 5. It's probably it's in my top five of electric vehicles. And uh, so definitely go check it out. Go online. You can order one, and there's places to ask all kinds of questions about the car itself. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Kristen Barclay's on the line, and she's going to talk 2022 Ram Rebel. That car's got her name all over it. Right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You are listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Expressed Auto Service. 7630 El Cajon Boulevard in lovely La Mesa. Go to expressautoservicelamesa.com. They work on all my vehicles, and I couldn't be more satisfied. Family-owned and operated, they just do an impeccable job. Check them out. You can call them at 619-463-1484, or again, just Google expressautoservicelamesa.com. And South Bay Auto House, if you have a Mercedes-Benz, and you maybe are looking for an alternative to the dealer, well, you can't go wrong with South Bay Auto House. South Bay Auto House is the leading independent service, and they repair and their repair facility for Mercedes-Benz vehicles in San Diego, quality service, parts. They even sell pre-owned. They'll even give you money for your trade-in. Go to autohousesouthbay.com, see Gary or Rick, and you can't beat it. So check these guys out. They've been doing it for over 25 years. And they are amazing. And last but not least, Bumper Docs A&T. Scratches, dings, and dents. Headlight repair. Window tinting. You know, the guys down there really do a phenomenal job. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com or just call them at 619-258-0433. All right, we've got Kristen Barclay on the line. How you doing, girl? What's going on? Well, you know, just living the dream. What are you doing in that gas-guzzling ram? <laughs> <laughs> She's a are little you, are thirsty. You referring, are you referring to the fact that it has a 5.7 liter V8 Hemi in it? No, I would never say. But you know what? If I had my choice of an electric vehicle or the Ram Rebel, I'd take the Ram Rebel. I mean, I kind of figured that. You know, <laughs> as far as as far as gas guzzling goes, uh, being that this is a, a, a truck, and especially an off-road truck, yeah. I think it does pretty well. I mean, 22 highway, 18 city, 19 yeah. combined. You know, it's got the the e-torque, which is a mild hybrid. Um, and one thing that it does, it, it, it just excels at, is mm-hmm. that uh, a very smooth auto start-stop transition. Because, you know, that is one of my least favorite features on any automobile on the road today. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but Ram's execution of it, especially with the eTorque, is it just does really well. I don't really notice it uh, transitioning between the two. And, you know, I definitely feel like you, you get a little bit of perk on the uh, on the fuel efficiency. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a truck. It's a truck. Trucks, trucks aren't supposed to be fuel efficient, right? Right. Um, they're supposed to be beefy. And uh, in this case of the Rebel, it's bold. I mean, the exterior just makes everybody, uh, you know, kind of, I think, envious of you, actually. I think people look at the truck and go, oh, man, that's the truck I want, but I can't have. Um, it's, uh, it's a beautiful truck. Base of the one that I drove, you can get in a base at, uh, of this Ram Rebel uh, for $51,350. The one that I tested rolled up at $71,895. Hey, which sounds expensive. Mm-hmm. But the fact that this is supposed to be... Um, and a affordable, and I'm using quotes, affordable off-road beast. You know, this is a truck that's supposed to be capable. It's supposed to get you to work. Mm-hmm. But it, when 5 o'clock comes and you load up your ATV or you head to the uh, to the mountains to go camping for the weekend or whatever, and you've got that secret trail that there's no road to get to, you know, this is the truck that's going to get you there. And so for it to have the off-road shots, it's really not that pricey. No, it really, really isn't. And, and when you start comparing trucks, I mean, they're anywhere between – 70 90 you know i mean so you, yeah you kind of, but you get what you pay for it don't you love the interior of that thing i absolutely i mean from the day the rebel was introduced uh i fell in love with it i i still haven't driven the trx which you know if you go up to the trx you're looking at 95 yeah. plus um i was having a conversation with my neighbor six months ago he wanted to buy one he said you know the one i priced out was 100k he said my wife told me enjoy your new home uh you know i <laughs> I said, yeah, I understand that. Um, but for a truck, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to pay a lot. This one is refined. I mean, even though it has the off-road chops and the off-road capability, it has a uh, standard one-inch lift, so it's, it's a little bit higher than a, mm-hmm. a normal 1500 Ram. But it's still quiet. It still provides a smooth ride. It's got plenty of power. It's got a good turning radius, especially for a truck. Um, it's still difficult to park, but it's difficult to park because of its size. Right. Um, one thing I found interesting is, you know, Marlon and I always debate. He doesn't like rotary dials, and most Ram trucks have that rotary dial. Uh, this one still has the standard regular shifter, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, for whatever reason, for him is a big deal. I love the 12-inch touchscreen entertainment yes. system. Um, and, of course, it's got the uh, good grief. I just lost it. I don't even know why. I talk about it all the time. You connect. Oh, for, yes. For a second, I was like, the, for a second, Dave, I was like, the UFO. No, that's not it. <laughs> it's uh, close. You connect, which is. <laughs> which is my favorite infotainment system because it's fast and, and it's easy, easy to use. Easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and, and I love the 12-inch touchscreen because, to me, you can do more with it. You can have your nav on and, you know, configure the screen the way that you want to. Um, in, in a truck that's meant to go off-roading, I also like the screen. So, if for whatever reason, you need to use the camera to avoid, you know, a rock, something mm-hmm. on the trail. Um, it's great for that or hooking up your boat, et cetera. Um, the, the e-torque gives it a, a faster, you know, from stop to start acceleration. And like I said, that start stop is kind of seamless. I love Ram Air's air suspension. I think it's one of, one of the most impressive technologies that Ram has is their air suspension and the mm-hmm. fact that you can lower, uh, and, and, and bring the vehicle up as well. And then the fact that it automatically adjusts, um, the setting. So if you forget, it's going to correct it for the aerodynamics, because um, the worst thing in the world is to drive, you know, 50 miles down the road on the 
the most uh, or least fuel efficient setting. You know, nobody wants to do that. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, this truck packs a punch, but you can't help but be all smiles while you're driving it. No, I know. Did you get the barn door tailgate? I did not. And, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I had to go to someone's business to, to help them with something this week. And while I was there, I said, oh, I was like, you know, let me see if this one has the barn door tailgate, as, as you call it. I, I want to show you how cool it is. And I went around back, and I was like, oh, man, it doesn't. Um, because, you know, you and I have talked before. I originally thought that was kind of gimmicky. Me too. And then once I had it and used it, I was like, oh, this is actually really practical. Have you ever picked up an old cash register from back in the 30s and 40s? They must weigh 7,000 pounds. So, because they didn't want the criminals or the or the people to just walk off with a cash register. So, I had bought one. In fact, I bought three because that's the kind of guy I am. So, I had a, I had a, a Ford and I had to go pick this thing up. And, oh, my gosh, I barely got it on the tailgate. But then what am I going to do with it? I, I mean, I didn't want to scratch the truck. If I'd have had that barn door, all I'd have had to do was open it up, set it in the truck, and close the barn door. I don't think I've ever wished for a tailgate as much as I wished for that one. Because that makes, and I didn't understand it until I had to try to use that tailgate. And it took me, I finally had to go find somebody to help me lift it from the tailgate into the bed so I could close the tailgate. It's one of those things that's kind of like you don't know that you need it, and then once right. you have it, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't live without this. It's Yeah, I, again, you know, it's one of those things I'm like, ah, well, you don't need that. Yeah. And then when I had a vehicle with it, I was like, this is really, really cool. It's very functional. Yeah, well. Um, just the, the Ram boxes are another thing like that that yes. are really functional that you almost don't think you need until you use them. Right. Well, because look at all the storage you could put in those Ram boxes. They got drain holes in it. If you're going to a beach party. Well, you don't have any beaches, but if you were going to a beach party, you could fill it with ice and sodas and water or beer. And when you're done, pull the plug and it drains out and you're good to go. Or tools. If you're, you know, maybe you're towing a fifth wheel and you want to keep all your or extra your tools. Or your rifle. I mean, here's the thing. Like if I was to go hunting I, and my kids are in the back seat, I don't want my kids sitting near my rifle. Um, so I could put my rifle in there, and the fact that it locks, I don't have to worry about someone stealing it. I mean, it would fit neatly. I put my groceries in there, and we have the kids. Yeah. I put the groceries in there because because when you have an 11- and 13-year-old, yeah. forget about putting the groceries in the back seat. By the time you get home from the store, they're, they're all gone. gone. They will eat them on the way. Yes. <laughs> it, it's, it's bananas. But, you know, and, and speaking to that storage, you know, one of my favorite features that I used this week um, when I was driving was – it has that neat phone storage, a little shelf that you can put the right there. So you yes. can put your phone, and my phone was actually charging, and I didn't have to worry, you know, when I turn right, turn left, or have to make a sudden stop. My phone wasn't sliding all over the mm. uh, the front of the truck. So I, it, it, so much storage in this truck. It answers so many um, of, of the truck buyer's quandary, so to speak, the challenges that a, the actual truck buyer will have. Um, and a lot of the things that, you know, you're like, you think about it, oh, man, it'd be great if they had this. But then when you're shopping for a vehicle, you're not actively thinking about it right. until you encounter it. And then you're like, oh, yes, this is a perfect feature. Well, it tr- it's it truly states that they listen to their customer. Because uh, there are some manufacturers that build things and you go, what in the world were you thinking? The Ram folks definitely listen to their truck owners. They, you know, and if there's an issue that the consumer wants, 
there's a really, really, really good chance Rams going to make it happen. You're right, and they also the other thing that they have done is they have taken that Ram 1500 and they've introduced so many trims and so many configurations and so many what I call almost personalizations or customizations that there's something for everyone. So mm-hmm. for me, if I was going to go buy one, it would be such a difficult decision. You know, yeah. do I want the Rebel? Yes, but would the Limited maybe suit my lifestyle a little better? Probably. And then they had that South Fork trim, which, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, perfect for a Texan. I mean, I think I would have to say, you know what, line up all three. Let's mm. see which one I qualify for. Blindfold me, spin me around, I'm going to point at one, and that's the one I'm going to buy because it's <laughs> difficult. I know. I mean, it really is. I know. That's, I mean, I mean, we're in California, so they didn't do anything for us. Uh, but you're right. I mean, there's the Longhorn, there's the Rebel, there's the Limit. I mean, jeez. Yeah. It's well, crazy. You know, you say they didn't do anything for you, but, you know, I've been to previous auto shows where they've put some really snazzy colors out, you know, some bright yellows and popping greens. Oh. I kind of always think those are for the California crowd. Oh, nice. Okay, I'm going to remember you. Let me write that down. Kristen's beating on me for color. Okay, I got that wrote down. I'm a good show. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I've been to some of your San Diego beaches, and I noticed, especially like the Wrangler crowd, the guys that drive the Wranglers, yeah. that they tend to like the bright ones. Whereas here in Texas, I see more white and black and red Jeeps than, than you know, I'm like, good grief, with a Jeep, you can get any color of the rainbow. Yeah. And here in Texas, we're like, white, black, or red. Yeah, that's true. By the way, I don't want to hear anything from colors. Did you buy Marlon that construction shirt that he wears by the pool? <laughs> it's not a construction shirt. That's actually a uh, that is his absolute favorite sun shirt that was bought at our on our favorite island on a vacation. No. But yeah, you can't miss them, can you? No, that's a construction shirt. Don't let nobody kid you. <laughs> the only thing's missing is the hard hat. And and if you ever took a picture of me sleeping in a lawn chair like that, you'd be in serious trouble. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> All right, kiddo, I'm going to let you go. Hey, how do people follow you around? You know what? Find us on Facebook.com backslash YAK Radio, and I'll talk to you next week. All right, look forward to it, kid. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back a whole lot more. You ought to know. FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 961 AM 1170, the answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. Two-wheel, all-wheel, four-wheel, you name it, San Diego Gear and Axle can fix it. Steve is a wizard. Go to stgearaxle.com. If you drag race, circle track race, off-road race, it doesn't make any difference. Steve is the man. And John's Automotive Care. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. He works on it. It's guaranteed across the continental United States. Give John a, a, a check out at John's San Diego Auto Repair.com. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ AM 1170. Well, have I got a special guest for you folks today? I got Mike Herzig. He is an automotive journalist, radio host in the lovely state of Texas. Hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? How you doing, Hollywood? What's going on, buddy? Just living the dream. How you been? <laughs> I am absolutely having a great weekend. It's beautiful up here. And, uh, you know, I am living the dream out here. I'm, I'm sitting there staring at the lake. I knew it. 14,000 acres of, of pretty East Texas water. And uh, it's great, buddy. How's the, right. how's the weather back there today? Oh, it's a, it's a wonderful, you know, like mid, mid to 
upper 70s oh. and, and a little breezy, but, uh, you know, I've been out on the jet ski earlier today, but having a fun time. All right. Sounds fantastic. So, you know, you're in Texas and, you know, you guys have got a little different driving mentality. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, California is, we don't go very fast. It's bumper to bumper and our gas is $6 a gallon. But yeah. what, what have you got? What have you got going on back there? What have you been driving lately? Well, you know, this week I'm driving a Bronco Sport. But last oh. week, it was kind of weird because I drove a Nissan Leaf. And, you know, an EV, electric car, uh-huh. uh, you know, that's a California thing. But here, I drove it up to East Texas, you know, with the dogs and the wife and, and had a fun. It, it, they used to be goofy little cars, and now yeah. they're really a nice car. Yeah. Um, they, they look good. It you know I, when I took off it was said 219 miles of range when I when I got here 144 miles later and I had 20 miles left. Wow, <laughs> a little bit of anxiety going on there. It was a pucker factor of about 12. Yeah, but, uh, you know, um, it was a little tough, Dave. I mean, um, you know, there was like two charging stations all the way up here. You know, my 144 mile trip there were two charging stations wow. up here. And he, you know, and it's just not quite here no, yet. No, Well, um, and you don't have a home charger, right? Well, no, but, you know, it's funny. I found out the other day, you know, the little 110 charger that comes with the car. Yeah. If you, if you push this little button and, and click it, it becomes a 220 charger. You pull off the adapter and it becomes a 220 uh. charger. And it becomes level two and it makes it pretty quick. And, you know, it, it's really... It's a nice car. Around town, you know, I got exactly what it said. It said, it, you know, I had 220-something miles of range, mm-hmm. and I got that the rest of the week. I was by myself. I drove it like I stole it. It was wonderful little car. Um, but, it's, it, you know, in California, the left coast or, the, or even the east coast, I, I think that would be yeah. it would be great. But honest with Dave, I think when I tell people, ask me all the time, they, they call into my show, Let's Talk Wheels, and or they'll they'll email me and I'll say, what do you think? And I said, yeah, like you and I talked several times, mm-hmm. I would lease electric car right, right now. Right. I think we're about three years away from really something really good happening. You know, GM has got, I'm so proud of GM and Ford. They've done so well. Yeah. Um, catching up with Tesla. I mean, first time the American car companies have, have done pretty good. Of course, that's kind of a misnomer. American car companies, everybody's, you know, it's, we're a global economy now. Yeah, but right. But, um, you know, I think the electric cars, I mean, in three years, they're going to they're gonna charge in half the time. Yep. They're going to cost less. But, that, but gonna, it's like I was yeah. talking to Hyundai. I was talking yeah. to Hyundai. I was in, I'm in the Ionic 5 right now, which oh, yeah. I have beautiful. no problem with it. But I was telling him, I go, you got to come up with a $10,000 electric car because yeah. the people at McDonald's, the people at the, you know, entry level, uh, they can't afford a 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, $90,000 electric car. I says, and until you come up with that, that's step one. And step two, they should have done infrastructure first in the country, yeah. then yep. went after the car manufacturers to build electric cars. But no, they did it backwards. So you're right. Know. You know, now in my world, we have chargers everywhere. I mean, because you, you're sure. right. It's an east, it's a West Coast type car. I have a home charger, two twenty, five hours. Boom, I'm totally charged up. But if they're going to want this program to go through, they've got some homework ahead of them. 
I've got a Nissan yep. Leaf coming uh, Monday. I'm really looking forward to driving it because lately I have been driving the wheels off of electric cars. And I yeah. got it. And my word, I don't know about how many hills you have where you're at, but it's yep. not range. It's terrain. Because if you got a lot of hills, that's going to eat up your uh, range. You know, here, there's um, up here, there's a little hilly in, 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 well, central Texas and east Texas, a little bit hilly. Mm-hmm. But it, the, the main thing is because I had two big dogs in it. You know, they're like yours. Yeah. You know, a Belgian Malinois and a oh. Rottweiler. They're, you know, 80 or 90 pounds apiece. Sure. And my wife and I and a bunch of stuff coming up to the lake house every weekend. Yeah. And uh, that's the exact worst case scenario for right. an electric vehicle. You're exact. And you don't drive it like you stole it, you big dummy. No, I didn't. I think I was, I, you know, everybody in t- I drove 75. Okay. Which is yeah, the yeah. speed limit, yeah. which I never do. Yeah. I mean, that's like. I mean, I almost got run over, Dave. I mean, I was ah. like, "Oh my gosh!" I felt like somebody in a Prius. I mean, I was so embarrassed. Well, you were you sort know? of, you were sort of kind of like somebody in a Prius. I mean, let's I let let's face it. Like but you'll get used to it, you know. And if you had that car for a month, you would be much more comfortable with it. Yes. And it's dr- yes. it's like flying an airplane. You know, you don't yeah. go fly yeah. unless you have a plan. Well, you know, and and it's it's okay, but around town, you know, Houston's. I mean, well, I live up, I live in the suburbs, like uh-huh. you do, you sure, know, and, sure. and I don't. Nobody lives downtown in Houston. It, it's crazy. Who yeah. would ever do that? But, um, yeah, no kidding. And so, you know, it's eighty miles across. Yeah, and so it's you know nine hundred square miles or some kind of ridiculous amount. Right. And so, you know, but but around town, it's great because you're yeah. stuck in. Stop and go, and you're you're going eighty, and then you slow down to forty, and then you mm-hmm. slow down to thirty, and then you're going eighty again. And so, um, I mean, I've been doing eighty eighty five, and have the police pass me up, you know. So, <laughs> I mean, state trooper will pass me up and wave. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, and regenerative and so, braking—that's another uh, condition yep. you have to learn to incorporate yep. in your driving. Well, we don't. Nobody did regenerative braking in a gas car, so it's it's all new nope. technology, and I think it, it's a learning curve. And I think you hit it right on the head. I think yep. we're at least two to three years out before right. people start getting comfortable. And then I think until then, I think I would feel comfortable with a hybrid. Yep. I mean, you yep. know, plug-in hybrid. If I'm going to get, if I'm going to have a hybrid and I'm going to have a battery, I want to at least get a few three miles. Mm-hmm. Plug it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just me. Yeah. No, uh, I'm right there. I'm right there. I'm right there with you. And and you get a nice hybrid. Uh, and yeah, it, it's boom. You're, you're down the road, and you know, thirty, forty miles, depending on what model you buy. You know, as little as twenty, as high as forty-six. Yeah, and 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 it takes it yeah. takes all that anxiety away. Because, but even then, you'll yeah. get used to it after a while. You know, in, in here, you know, I'm in Texas. Well, you know, honestly, gosh, if you go away from the coast in California, mm-hmm. you go everywhere. Everybody grows all it grows. I mean, you guys, California grows everything. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, and they're all cowboys and they all drive pickup trucks and things like that. And mm-hmm. It's a family here. Pickup trucks and SUVs, your family vehicle. Right. So my my wife's Ram, it gets 21, 22 miles a gallon mm-hmm. as long as I don't drive it. 90 right if i and, drive 75 or 80 i'm get 22 miles a gallon and, and don't That's you name so doesn't the manufacturer actually make trucks named for texas yeah oh yeah they do sure <laughs> we, yeah we it's don't the do this market it's the biggest market so so, you know. I, so i told Kristen because she's in a, Do- a ram rebel 
and right. she was on just before you, and I told her that. She goes, well, you, t-? no, 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 Dave. She said, manufacturers, they build cars for California. Lime green, canary yellow. <laughs> I go, you're lucky you're not in studio. <laughs> I mean, that was they messed up. flowers on them. Dave. Yeah, that's yeah, so messed up, I'm telling you. <laughs> It's terrible. But, You're the uh, one with a Toyota Wrecker. You know, I know. Like, the pickup Wrecker. I know. What can I tell you? But, hey, it, it works. And my little Toyota pickup truck was got a flat bed on the back. You'd love that if you had to go to the dump. Let me oh. tell you. Hit the oh, switch. Shh, all comes out the back. So, you hey, know, tell, tell us a little bit about your radio show. Tell us a little about uh, how long you've been doing it. Real, real quick, folks, I want to also make a shout-out to my good friends Dave and Sharon Dooley. Uh-huh. I've known Dave for 30, 35 years. Wow. He lives there in, in Rancho Peñasquita. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, out there on, on the, what is it, north side of town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, Dave and Sharon say hi to Dave. But, but, no, my show is called Let's Talk Wheels. Yeah. I've been doing it for, I've been, I've been on the radio for about 15 years. But yeah. it's a nationwide show on the Sports Map Radio Network. Yeah. And I'm also on Classic.com. It's C-L-A-S-I-Q dot com. Okay. And they, all my podcast goes up there. Yep. So as soon as the show's over, which is nationwide, it goes up there in a podcast. And we talk all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. And we well, do, you know, news and information and reviews and uh, some really good product reviews and, and a lot of, of really cool interviews. We've even interviewed you, believe it or not. You know, we, <laughs> we stoop pretty low sometimes. Like, <laughs> like you're stooping low to talk to me. You hey, know? it's okay because we're having fun. And you're right. I mean, I, I don't open up my phone lines. I All mine's yeah. informational. Uh, oh, sure. Because I'd rather educate than have somebody call me and want to know about their 54 Chevy water pump. No, I haven't got time for that. <laughs> yeah. And that, or, or their town car, you know. Right, the, right, right, right. Town car that needs that needs an EGR valve. Oh. I understand about that. You know, you well, and I have been around. We've been around together. Yeah. And, you know, I taught high school auto tech. Sure. Me so too. It, I did it in, in community college. Is. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, this so industry, the industry we're in today needs shows like ours more than yep. they ever did in the past because of the technology and all of the different things that the manufacturer's throwing at us. It's not easy, man. Let me tell you. Oh, you know, the new technology, you know, I was, I was, something was talking about how many lines of code all these new computers, oh. all these cars have. And my friend Tony Zeal from, from C-Tech, I did an interview with him this weekend. Mm-hmm. And it's on our, you can go to our Let's Talk Wheels and find the podcast on, right. on iTunes or Spotify or any of those, Audio Boom or any of that stuff. But he was talking about how, you know, the Super Hadron Collider has 21 million lines of code and the F-35 <laughs> The most advanced spider spider in the world has, you know, 35 million lines of code in the computer. But a 2019 F-150 has 130 million I lines know. of code. Yeah. You know, and people realize 30 or, or 45 to 50 percent of our vehicles are so electronic now. I know. And if you go back to the 70s, it was like 2 percent. And and don't you uh, love it when Amco says, if your check engine light's gone, come on in and we'll <laughs> diagnose it for free. <laughs> What? Yeah, right. You're yeah, driving the Amco will. guys crazy because they're not going to know what the heck they're looking at. Because oh, if you don't know how to use a scan tool, folks, I am here to tell you. And Mike comes from the industry. He'll tell you. If it says code 9, there's a good chance code 30, 37 caused 9 to light up. So you're going to be replacing yep. parts all day long. 
I've had people replace catalytic converters, oh. and all it had was a thermostat that yep. opened up too slow. <laughs> you know, and they're putting catalytic converters on their vehicle for a thousand dollars or fifty oh, dollars. And a then piece. they're mad. Then they're mad at you. And then they're mad, <laughs> and they keep having to do this. And so there's a code reader, and then there's a scan tool. That That's right. Data stream. Yeah. You know, folks. With a CAN bus system and all these things, it's like a switchboard, yep. and they have 20 computers that are talking to the switchboard. Guys, it, I don't talk to my, you know, I don't go to the doctor and tell him what's wrong. Nope. And he doesn't come, shouldn't come to us and say, this is what I think is what's wrong. So, you know, it's going to be cheaper in the long run to go to your <laughs> shop that you trust. Yeah, let them take care of it for say, you. Hey, guys, what do you think? And they've got a better warranty. All right, buddy. Hey, yeah. that was a great segment. Thank you very much. We're going to do this one, Do this again. How do people follow you around? Letstalkwheels.com. Or best off, just find Let's Talk Wheels on Spotify okay. or iTunes. Sounds like a plan, Sam. Have a good uh, day, and Have we'll talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back to the You Ought to Know show, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, another AAA auto club, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified shop right here in San Diego, located right up there at 3909 Convoy Street. Dave and his team will take extremely good care of you. Anything done to that car is guaranteed clear across the continental United States. And bumper doc Kearney Mesa scratches, dings, and dents. And if you've got a lease return, man, I tell you, I highly recommend you take it in before you return that vehicle back to the lease company. Because if you don't, they'll take that vehicle and take it to a body shop and you will pay full retail. So check them out. Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa. Go to KearneyMesaBumperDoc.com and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Well, you know, I just had an interesting car. I had to go to Palm Springs with Chevrolet and I'm one of these kind of guys, and I says, "Well, if you're going to send me to, if you're going to send me to uh, Palm Springs for a Chevy event, give me a GM product to drive." And they did. They gave me a Buick Encore GX Essence. Well, one thing I wasn't 100 percent sure because when I got the car, I thought, "Jesus, this thing's kind of big." They sell two Encores in 22, a smaller one and a larger one. I think if I had to uh, make a choice, I would definitely jump for the GX. Uh, this thing was uh, just an amazing Cinnabar metallic was the paint. Look it up. 1.3 liter turbo CVT, which I truly enjoyed. Uh, it even has a brake lining wear indicator. You know, instead of waiting for it to go squeak, it actually will pop up on the dash when you get your brake pads down to a dangerous situation. Stabilitrack, 8-inch screen, heads-up display, voice command, really nice phone charger. I mean, it. you lay your phone down there, boom, that thing jumps on it. It's got a 120 power outlet in case you're out camping or maybe you're even working on a project and you need a little 120 power. It's right there in the vehicle. Uh, Heads-up display, which worked just fine. Daylight, nighttime, even day, daytime is the worst on those things. Because, you know, the, the glare and what have you, not so. It's got a Wi-Fi hotspot, 
front and rear USB ports so your your passengers can uh, get connected up, no problem whatsoever. If you need more storage space, 40, 60 a seat split in the second row, which is really cool. Leather seating. Uh, it's got an auto headlight option. You know, you just click it on that. If you're out in the mountains, it'll automatically... Uh, you know, go to high beam and low beam, you know, which is really a great feature. Some of the optional uh, features, uh, HD surround vision, which that takes a little bit of getting used to. I personally like it. It was hard at first. It's in the review mirror. You just flick it, and it gives you a beautiful, uh, you know, gives you a really nice view of what's going on behind you. Adaptive cruise control, rain sense wipers, heated seats, uh, fuel mileage, 29 city, uh, 32 highway, 30 combined. Now, that's not bad for a little SUV. This one, or the one I got out of it, I got 33.2. So I've got no complaints whatsoever on how well this, you know, pump the regular gas through it, especially at prices that we're dealing with right now. Uh, so you can get a moonroof in this particular vehicle. Mine didn't have that which is fine with me. I'm not a, a moon roof kind of guy. I took it to, like I say, Palm Springs, took the mountain range going, or took the freeways going out, 15 to the 215 to the 60 to the 10. Yuck. Traffic out the wazoo. So I came back uh, via the Salton Sea, since I do live up in the mountains, and I got to tell you, I took, headed out to the salt, took the 86 to the 78 and then took the 79 to the 8 and then home man nice twisty roads up in the mountains beautiful beautiful drive you, know, you got to go to the desert if you haven't been to the desert in a while it's well worth the trip just clicking right along just phenomenal i mean it handle i mean it's almost like a sports car to be honest with you i don't know maybe that 18 inch tire and wheel package has something to do with it but it just really, really handled well. And one of my key tests is when I get out of a vehicle after a long drive, what's my back feel like? You know, what's my thighs feel like? And I was perfectly fine. I didn't have any aches, no pains. And that tells me that this vehicle's well, well, well put together. Uh, Kelly Blue Book gives it a 4.3 out of 5. Edmonds gave it an 8 out of 10. Uh, for some reason, car and driver must not have been happy with it. 6.5 out of 10. But that's that was kind of uh, interesting, if you want my honest opinion. You've got a couple engine choices, uh, 137 up to 155 horsepower. And again, you can get it as low as 24,400. Mine test vehicle was base 29 and a, a tested out at 34,490. So... I was surprised, I got to tell you, and almost everybody I've talked to about this car it was, had the same thing, said the same thing, that, you know, when they were looking for a little SUV, they just weren't thinking about the Buick uh, Encore. Uh, well, I would definitely put it on my list of vehicles to check out. Uh, it, it just makes all the sense. It's a five-passenger. Uh, again, you got plenty of storage space in the back. For all your, you know, whatever, if you're going to the big box store or if you're going camping, it's got a roof rack that has very versatile rack that you could go to the Buick parts department and, and get accessories to enhance your uh, your outdoor life, if, if, if so be it. 
it's got an electronic uh, rear hatch. All you got to do is, you know, just either hit the key fob. I think you can start the vehicle, you know, remotely. Uh, say it's cold or, you know, if it's hot, whatever the case may be, you can, you know, set all your settings, you know, before you go to bed at night. And then when you start it up the next morning, it sets the vehicle up to pretty much anything and everything you want. So I highly would recommend at least looking at it, see if it uh, fits your needs. All right. Well, hey, guess what? Racer Radio is coming up, and I cannot wait to uh, give this show to you. Uh, We've got some great guests. We've got uh, Tyler Brown. He uh, used to be a BMX rider. Now he owns a track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bicycles are are race cars, too. Whoever says that they weren't, you know, they weren't... uh, they weren't race cars, so we're going to have him on, which will be a, a really good show. We've also got Scott Delosios set up Ron Meyer. He is a promoter at Mojave Valley Raceway in Arizona, and on April 23rd, they'll host the USAC CRA Sprint Cars. It'll be the first sprint car race there since 1996. Uh, him and his brother took the track over in 2021. And they have made major, major, major improvements. So if you haven't been there in a while, you definitely want to take him up on that. Go check out uh, the track. It should be an absolutely fun, fun, fun event. And it's not, uh, you know, it's not all that expensive. Also, taking um, uh, uh, Dirt Dude's place will be Terry Pumphrey calling in on Uh, And she is part of the Barona family and is going to talk about help with donations at her church for the Ukraine refugees. So that's really cool. I think that's that's going to be really important. And I'm I'm thrilled to to see that segment. And then, of course, we got Brittany in the house. She went to Palm Springs for Girls Day. I'm surprised she made it back. So we'll see what kind of shape she's in when she gets back on air. And by the way, you can listen to this show later on on any podcast. Uh, you can listen to it live at iHeart. You can download it. doesn't make any difference. It's all cool. I mean, we are really having fun doing this show. And right after this show, uh, the gun show, will be uh, right after the motorsports shows, Gun Sports Radio. So, Gun Owners Radio. What did I say? Gun Sports. Don't mind me. Hey, look. Brandon got a haircut. Looking good. By the way, Brandon did an amazing intro to the Air and Space Museum show. I actually cracked up. It's really, really good. I'm now the captain. So, everybody sit down, put your mask on, and shut up because we're getting ready to take off. All right. But... uh, All right, this has been fun so far, but hey, we're not done yet. Don't touch that dial, because if so, Brendan will come get you. Um, Chris was very good at helping me out today, took care of. I had him running up and down stairs all day today, so he got his exercise in, so we're glad to see that. So I'm going to go in and see what's going on in the other room. So, folks, this has been You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.